0: to another episode of oh round comics x Ex- uh, 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 episode 361 robots and doctors i'm brian salazar with me as always is chris Bernesman and thomas caners is here for the beginning of the show it's kind of yeah. a miracle
1: i'm sure or we just started late and tom yeah showed up. Um, <laughs> usual time i show up huh? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on gentlemen it's uh, it's really cold, like really, really cold. It's like winter and shit. I am, a lot of snow.
0: I'm done with fucking snow. I have nowhere to put snow there anymore. It's, yeah. I have, it's I
1: scored. Yeah, I, I, I scored points with the neighbors uh, today. It's uh, I. I was the the guy that uh, took out the snowblower and did the whole block.
2: So. Oh, wow. a hero! Wow, <laughs> <Snowblowers>. <laughs> a hero for our times. <laughs> <laughs> Not all heroes wear yeah. some of them but they are. do have
1: snowblowers.
2: Some of them have snowblowers, yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Cardinal
1: cardinal uh jerseys. That's what some of them have. Oh, no, no, man. I go out there and it's the it's the big hat. And yeah, you can't you can't tell I'm a cardinal fan. Even I'm our listeners are shocked Tom yeah.
0: made it. <laughs> <laughs> I did so first comment. Oh wow, yeah. Tom made it. <laughs>
2: I'm not, I showed up at the time I usually show up. (laughs) I did start start scheduling the show
0: at 8.15. Yeah. And this is the first time we actually started right around 8.15. So I think that's the new time. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, uh, Probably have a couple updates and that kind of stuff for uh, for folks out there. Uh, We dropped uh, an interview. For the uh, for the Patreons today, uh, if you're just uh, get the regular uh, feed, uh, or the regular around comics feed, you'll get uh, like a oh, 12 minute um, clip of my talk with the Space Bastards. That's uh, Eric Peterson, Joe Aubrey and Derek Robertson. And we had a great little chat and Ooh, uh, that Robert. is out there. Derek Robertson, yeah, he even uh, some, dropped some knowledge that he's going to be doing uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. He's writing and drawing uh, a number one. He is super stoked about it. So uh, I think uh, probably even a pretty good chance that uh, we may have him back to, to talk about that around the time it's coming out.
0: That's a uh, relaunch
1: of the Legends of the Dark Knight, mm. uh, I believe. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. I think the world needs another Batman book
0: it can never be enough there can never <laughs> be, <There> can never <laughs> be a new yeah. number one batman the mm-hmm. way i look at it the more batman books are out there the more likely that one of them will be good that's that's kind of how i look at it so yeah. you know at least one at least one will be good the fourth
2: jo- the fourth joker the realtor <laughs> the real
0: <laughs> god don't give him any ideas <laughs> hopefully uh Jeff Johns does not watch this. That's all I can say.
1: Bye. Bye. I think we're safe. Uh, uh, also, uh, Sal and I did our uh, ACTV uh, Wandavision after hours, which we were talking before the show. I'm really having a lot of fun doing that. I I really look for. I look forward to watching the show. I look forward to talking about it. It's a uh, um, maybe after we're all done with the series. I don't know if Tom's watching it. Maybe we'll have to do a little. Uh, no, no. Oh, it's really good, Tom. I think you'll dig it.
2: I it's, I tried the first episode a couple times. And... Could something go, about my brain is just like go to milk. sleep, go to go to, go to sleep, sleep now, time. go to sleep.
0: It is the uh, most popular TV show uh, in the planet on the planet, according to something I read on the internet. My
2: brain is like uh, this is like a uh, old sitcom, and it's like don't pay attention, just <laughs> shut down.
0: It's <laughs> the <laughs> I think this All is. Right. Disney Plus's uh, this is their attempt to try and attract an older audience. They're just trying to yeah. the Dick Van Dyke
2: crowd, <laughs>
0: Dick Van Dyke fans and Bewitched fans. It's
2: nothing, nothing against the show. I'm sure it's great. It's just both times I've tried to watch it for whatever reason, my brain seat was like, oh yeah, this is like an old <gasps> you know. <laughs> He sees black and white. <laughs> it's just, this is like this is like mystery science theater. Just go to sleep. Don't like, <laughs> like paying attention. So I we we do not. grown do up in yeah. Capacity. Uh, I watch it in the middle of the day sometime, and maybe my brain won't short circuit. Yeah, and yeah I, it.
1: I, I think you'll. I think you'll get into it. We're uh, we're having fun with it. So yeah, that's some of the 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 Patreon exclusive stuff. But uh, we're always here doing this on on Tuesdays, and then releasing the the audio show. And we talk about comics and comics culture and all that fun stuff. Which speaking of, you guys want to jump in? Great! Um, oh what what oh, oh yes! Whoa
0: whoa whoa! Oh, we have to we have to talk about third. Thursday, this Thursday, the the premiere of the new uh streaming thing that we're doing, AC D. Oh uh, my gosh, that's right. <laughs> around Comics Plays Dungeons and Dragons. Chris and I have joined a Dungeons and Dragons group where we're gonna be playing the Ghosts of Salt Marsh. And we already played the first session uh so we didn't record that because we weren't sure how it would go but it went so well that everybody was excited and we're like well let's put it out live so that people can watch it and so this thursday 7 p.m on the youtube on the same you know all the same platforms that around comics comes out uh there's going to be ac D D: the ghosts of salt marsh
1: uh, episode two,
2: so you get, to, you
1: get to hear me do a really fucking terrible Scottish accent for my uh, my bagpipe playing bard high elf and uh, and Sal, uh, y- 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 how is your elf from Memphis?
0: Listen, uh, listen, man, uh, my elf is a he's a southern uh, swamp drow. That's what he comes from. You know, just sort of a Cajun. Uh, southern swampy area and so and he's he,
1: taking care of business. Yeah,
0: he's got a little toying to him, yeah. <laughs> we have the worst we're we have the the worst three of us. I think the other, you know, the other two party members are playing it pretty straight, mm-hmm. but you, me, and Tony have po- quite possibly the three worst Elven accents. Oh, when he plays, when he
1: plays so rush, Russian Elf.
2: <laughs> it already sounds infuriating to, <laughs> to listen to. I said, people also, like, oh my god, Scottish, Southern, and, and
1: a <laughs> Russian Elf walk into <laughs> a bar." <laughs>
2: Uh, nice I broad for, accents.
0: Yes. Yeah, I thought for sure, because uh, we didn't know, I didn't know any of the other two, uh, the other three people, the DM and the other two uh, people that are playing the game. I didn't know them. I'd never met them before. And I thought for sure after the first session, they were just going to be like, guys, thanks.
2: <laughs> I appreciate it. But that's, we're cutting. Or it. maybe just cut the, the accents. No, no, <laughs> we wanted us. A to- lot
0: they wanted us to 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 keep up with the chaos and just uh, keep the voices up yeah they loved it so i i thought it was a lot of fun i think people will, will dig it so look for that yeah. thursday yeah, i didn't want to i didn't want to not
2: plug that we had yeah listen. i would do i would do like a cryptkeeper voice with like <laughs> like a bunch of terrible puns yeah. <laughs> Well, if you want to join, Tom, I think we can. I do not have the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we did not ask. Yeah, yeah I, I would love we to. Knew,
1: I, we knew better. We, we, I, figured that, we figured that Tom versus was about as big of a push as we could.
2: It's, yeah, I two, two nights a week would be push pushing
0: it. It is oh, every other Thursday, oh. so it's not every week. So maybe
2: I'll maybe I'll just pop in one pop time. In.
0: That'd be fun. That'd be, uh, you, uh, I'll send you the links. You can just. <laughs> <laughs> you <might
2: Keeper>. <laughs>
1: the, here, I'm not going to get into it. All right. Let's no, do that. <laughs> let's no. please, please. please. Uh, yeah. So, uh, comics. Um, comics? I um, was doing a lot of stuff, did not read a ton of comics this week. So. I know you guys want to talk about Rorschach number five.
0: I I definitely want to talk about Rorschach number five with Tom because I have mm-hmm. many questions about Rorschach. I read Rorschach number five, and then I went back and I read one through four again. Right. And hmm. I'm hoping you can help me understand this story. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just a little confused as to, well, one, who the fuck is the investigator guy? We never find out his name. We mm-hmm. never who the, 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 he gets. Hired. The
1: guy,
2: doesn't the guy call him by a
1: name though? This I don't, issue?
2: No, I just
1: oh, in this issue maybe Does yeah, it? like a first name. Is so, he a federal? Is he a federal agent? I don't know.
0: They never say. Yeah, they, they, yeah. He gets hired by the the sort of campaign manager for Turley. Mm-hmm.
2: He's working Trump. in parallel to the FBI. <laughs> He's like essentially. Like, yeah, because Charlie believes that Redford. <laughs> I always think it's. I'm always like, Does Robert Redford know that he's? <laughs> <one who> has <laughs> <of> <laughs> anyone informed Robert Redford of this? Because um, <laughs> I just say it so casually, like, yeah, duh, it's, it's, it's Redford, it's Redford. <laughs> uh, you know, so he assumes that Redford, you know, the FBI is in his pocket and is not telling the truth so this guy is kind of like working in parallel to that in a sense well and that was uh,
0: okay so just to kind of go over it from my point of view is like um, so Nixon sent in Dr. Manhattan to win the Vietnam War and then in the so we win the Vietnam War and then in the 80s the squid drops and mm-hmm. Reading, reading it over again, and you know that is mentioned. That moment is mentioned a lot in this book, and it made me think of something you said a long time ago, Tom. Uh, you talk and I'm going to paraphrase. I hope it made
2: I sense. I hope it made sense No, us.
0: I think yeah. it absolutely made sense. You said um, <laughs> it, it was about nine eleven, and you said that you felt like nine eleven drove some people crazy.
1: Mm, like it, yeah, it broke yeah. people. It broke people, and I think Dennis Miller.
2: Yeah, then it's an example of someone who's just like, Whoa. like, what happened to you? Yeah.
0: But as I was reading this again and again, and I kept thinking of the squid, you know, that Ozymandias uh, unleashes mm-hmm. on New York and kills millions of people to save the planet. I feel like Tom King is sort of making a parallel between that and 9-11 in the United States of that moment sort of driving people a little crazy. And if you look at that as sort of the squid drop in our reality, and then you look at this comic book as sort of the parallel to where we at politically in this country, it's like he's really talking about the, you know, the sort of people on both sides of things that have been driven a little mad since that moment in time um, for whatever reason, you know, on, mm-hmm. on, on sort of a, you know, uh, it's like on the one side, on, on the sort of conservative side, they've been watching Robert Redford who then Robert Redford becomes president because turns Vietnam into the 51st state I think at that point is the 51st state, and it is a democratic stronghold. This entire country of Vietnam, and so he's able to then leverage that so that he has run for five terms now successfully, has become president of the United States, and so you have this you know very liberal president who's been running things, and now on the other side of it, you have this growing you know support for this president, the governor Turley, who is a conservative. And by the end of this issue, I think we kind of realize, you know, he's kind of a Trump.
2: <laughs> everyone's, <person>. bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's bad. Yeah. That's what we sort of realize everyone's bad. And that's, you have that moment by the investigator guy. That's what I'm going to call him. Cause I don't know his fucking name um, where, you know, he's, he meets Turley and he kind of comes to the realization. Like I'm working for a fucking lunatic. This man worships the comedian mm-hmm. uh, and is is possibly going to be the next president of the united states he believes in you know all these conspiracies he thinks that you know redford has used um you know uh, rorschach and and uh laura cummings um to try and kill him he believes there's these plots you know the, the government is infested mm-hmm. and all these things and then he's sort it's of not it's not paranoia if it's true it's not paranoia if it's true, but but, like I said that it was weird, I had this moment of like this this like oh, that alan moore sort of in nineteen eighty whatever five he sort- sort of i think saw some moment in time, and i I don't know maybe he was talking about something else, but I think nine eleven is a lot like when the squid dropped on on new york it was it drove people crazy, and we when we see yeah. that now we're like you have on both sides of the political aisle, you have sort of fringe elements that are just so wrapped up in what they believe right or wrong that they can't because of fear because they're terrified. Um, And I think that's, you know, I know, I, I know I'm getting like super deep into this weird sort of theory about it, but, I'm just trying to I it was just like this parallel thing that I saw in this book that you know that and, and Tom being you know uh politically very astute guy he's he's seen probably way more and and more of the sausage than any of us having been a in the CIA um and yet he's a very liberal I think he's a very liberal minded mm-hmm. guy um he lives in Washington DC so he he's around politics constantly uh I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just starting. I'm I'm, that was the weird thing. Like until this issue, I wasn't sure what I was looking at and I'm still not sure. I, I, I wasn't sure if I was looking at like is, is Redford kind of the bad guy? Is Turley the bad guy? Is Rorschach the bad guy? Who's the bad guy? Yes. And like Tom said, they're all, nobody (laughs) good.
2: The answer is yes. (laughs) They're all, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, because it's like, and I actually think the TV show did this a little bit too, is like the idea of like, what the squid did to everyone, you know, like, Mm -hmm. is, a major element of this story you know like it's made people it took people who you know have all kinds of other problems in their life and now this is the problem in their life and now you know like yeah like we see very often in our worlds people who have a lot of things that aren't going right for them whether mental health wise or uh, you know, economically, or whatever it is that's causing them angst, they find a the thing that now becomes the thing that is the squid is why this is happening. Right, you right. Know? You know, it becomes like this the answer, thing, right? it's the-, the answer, you know, like this obviously, this Laura woman, and she grew up in a very she was taught that the squid was the reason why these things happen. You know, she comes from a very broken family and she's internalized that now she's going out and she's almost like evangelizing it to other people who have problems. Right. And they're look like all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I'm Rorschach. That's the answer to like, my problem you know like why this, yeah, is, yeah. this is the solution now you know so it's like mm-hmm. but then also you see with, with politically it's just like that idea yeah of like the squid kind of broke everything's broken you know like the uh yeah. politics is broken like people who are already broken are worse off and like they're gravitating towards these things that Aren't a solution to them, if anything, is uh, making it worse, right? And then it's the violence of it, you know, of like the uh, these people sort of being drawn towards these violent solutions to their problems, and like it's just that feeling of like everything's kind of like the center can't hold anymore, and everything's like spinning off mm-hmm. from that event that happened, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, you know, and the interesting thing is like this issue. You know, probably one of the least amounts of like action you could have like in a comic book, right? Like very, very talky, right? You know, but super interesting, right? Because I, I really, it's probably one of my favorite issues so far because I think it's the the one that's starting to kind of tie everything together. Where it's like, oh, I get. this is about like what sal was saying you know like it's about like everyone the squid messed everyone up and now everyone's like not psychically controlling their brain is like these people are insane like this guy you know he makes that joke about uh he saw dr manhattan with uh the uh with the comedian and he's like which one is superman and which one is man i won't tell you you know like the idea of like (laughs) this person, I uh, idolizing this character we know is not good. Like he's, (laughs) you know, like uh, you you certainly Dr. Manhattan has things that you would be like, Dr. Manhattan's not great, but Dr. Manhattan's also, you know, like it was just a very telling moment to be like, actually, no, you know, the comedian is Superman, you know, Dr. Manhattan's just a man, you know, like, and,
0: and at the same time seeing the people talk about turley in the way yeah. that they do of like he's this you know honest and good man that's going to save us yeah. from the commie redford and you know obviously very topical but at the same time it's like it, the, the 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 genuineness that they express themselves mm. about this guy who we know now is you know, up until this point, we really didn't know much about Turley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, this is the first time we really met him. And you see, you know, kind of what he's about. And he's obviously a, a bit of a, a L,
2: you know, LBJ toilet yeah. scene, you know, yeah. come in, back to him I'm on the toilet, yeah. real power move. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I thought about L, yeah.
0: that LBJ used to do that. <laughs>
2: yeah. But at least I think he was in a stall. <laughs> this guy is just, just like
0: taking a uh, dump, reading just,
2: the paper. Yeah, it seems. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that <laughs> even if I had the power to. At like, least
0: he had the common decency to to
1: make him walk out, <laughs> or ask him to leave before he wiped.
2: Yeah, it's get out of here. I gotta take care of I gotta finish. I, I,
1: that's two comic books that came out last week that did that.
2: Then. <laughs> well, you Space know, bastards too. It's, it's, the same, the, it's same the, damn thing it's in the zeitgeist right now it's yeah
0: I, things i was uh you know that was a thing too like um it's in the ether. laura going out and sort of finding her rorshacks because she believes this thing that her you know that her father told her and and now she's sort of infecting.
2: wow what
1: the- <laughs> Yeah, was, dropped my. So
2: like a, did you have that can might with like a little thing it? It, it fell <laughs> it dropped
1: directly <laughs> underneath the microphone so i couldn't have dropped it in a worse place i apologies to everyone listening to this show i <laughs> we'll have to start over We're ruined I'll
0: have to edit that out um <laughs> yeah it was it was uh it this was definitely the most interesting or or, or intriguing i think issue like you said because things seemed to start, sort of you know take shape to the point where it was like uh, okay, I kind of see now where he's going or what you know what he's what he's trying to say to some degree because I'll be honest up until this point like while I enjoyed it I was every issue I'm just like uh, i don't think i'm getting what's happening yeah (laughs) i'm not sure what's going on
2: what's going on
1: yeah i i love tom's stuff but i do find myself going okay it to get this i'm gonna have to go back and reread these issues coming up to this one and so there's part of me that is just like just get the hardcover when it comes out
0: yeah i i can understand that for sure i did like i said i went back and read the first four issues after reading this issue because i felt like this was like okay they're explaining things but i feel like i don't remember enough from the previous issues who's right. dr manhattan
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah i don't i don't know what happened also the art is great in it even though it's um you know anytime you can get a great drawing of a man on a toilet toilet yeah Not 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 every every day, day. not every day, can't get that every day. Not every comic book is going to give you that. (laughs) Well, apparently, some will because (laughs) Chris also has one that some of (laughs) us, it's apparently a thing (laughs) in the zeitgeist, it's in the ether. Everyone knows,
1: yeah. So, how many? It's going to be a 12 issue series, I believe. So, So we're about halfway through. It feels like that And I know it's on a on a very regular schedule, but it feels like Rorschach has been coming out for like a year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I don't know if it's been monthly. Has it been monthly? I don't
2: know. I, it, I don't know. It oh also do. great, great cover to this issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah awesome cover. Yeah. Time yeah, is, is just
1: a construct right now. So
2: yeah. Time's not real, man. <laughs>
1: it's we're
0: just covered in snow so everything is just white there's no shape or form it's it's all just one big mass
1: time is a flat circle man
0: (laughs) all right what else what do you been reading well do you or i i have something i can talk about chris Mm -hmm. if we're done with what we
1: didn't talk about this yet
0: we did not talk about that i i did finish that as well if you'd like to talk about that we Certainly, talk about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, uh, this is the third, yeah, for the audio folks. Sorry, we're, we're showing things to the camera. This is, uh, book three of Hellblazer Rise and Fall. It's, uh, on the DC Black Label imprint. It's, uh, written by Tom Taylor with art by Derek Robertson with Diego Rodriguez. And, um, uh, as we mentioned earlier, I talked uh, with Derek Robertson early earlier this week and told him that I, I don't know what is going on, but the level up on this, and I was like, dude, you, you've always been really good, but but this was next level from, from stuff you've done in the past. And he was, uh, he's like, yeah, it's, it's just everything kind of worked on this and he, he loved working on it. And uh, yeah, it was a really I, I once again, any of the DC black label stuff, especially in this oversized format, I definitely will check out anytime it hits the stands because they've been doing some really fun stuff.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this whole series. And like mm-hmm. you said, I think his art, I don't know if it's just the format or he had more time to work with it or something, but I really felt like it uh, It helped uh, his art and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I enjoyed the writing a lot. I thought it was a very uh, John Constantine. <clears throat> uh, it, it was the John Constantine that I really enjoy, which is uh doesn't take itself too seriously.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's a complete bastard, but there's yeah. there's some very dark, darkly funny moments in this. Yes. Yeah, so you know, from there, him and other situations. Absolutely. Um,
0: and, and you see, you know, I mean, he's with Satan and demons and all the, you know, magic and, and people dying and her possess- <laughs> Yes. And all, okay. all, these, yeah. all these things <laughs> um, that, uh, you know, you want to see in a Constantine book, but a lot of times I feel like Constantine books <clears throat> just are, are trying to be Alan Moore you know are, are are take you know they 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 try and just take it a little too seriously where this had a little yeah. fun with it even though it was very dark and there were there were very dark and scary moments in it and uh there were like you said there was also moments of levity the only <clears throat> the only thing about it that i i the ending on it i <laughs> it was a very constantine kind of ending where it's like he once again figures away way how to trick uh, a demon and, and i mm-hmm. while I enjoyed it it was just a, it was just a touch something about it i was like
1: what. Eh, 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 otherwise I, I got to that part and and <clears throat> i don't i don't want to spoil it but i read it and i was just like yeah that probably not my favorite and i'm glad that they didn't end there there was actually a little bit of an epilogue to the story that that kind of wrapped things up which i felt was a a better they, it it that stuck the landing better than the actual resolution with the demon but as soon as i i kind of got through the part where where he where he does what he does to to kind of trick this demon i just kind of shook my head for a second i'm like sal's gonna fucking hate that <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but you thought i was gonna hate it for a different reason
1: yes that, well, yes
0: and i didn't hate it i it was a little off for me i didn't love
1: it um uh, but i but i did i'm a much respect. bigger Anglophile than you are yeah so. yeah yeah
0: it was very it was very british it was a oh, very who showed up <laughs> oh, yes no even more like even more like regular everyday british
2: yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean kind of a thing you like know, um, trick the demon into drinking like a cup of tea,
0: basically. <laughs> no, but and I didn't have any problem with that because I'm well. It's a, it's a Constantine book. It,
2: it's, you know, it, and it's
1: and it it's should very, be very British. It should yeah.
0: be. I had no problem with that whatsoever. It was more just sort of the overall uh, use of what they used. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, without spoiling yeah. it. Um, yeah.
1: Hard to explain, but yeah. But you know what i what I do, you know, I'll, I'll probably go back and, and reread the the three issues because it really was a book about, and that's what Constantine is about. A, a lot is his relationships and how. You know, Fuck horrible her. a a lot of relationships that he has and yeah. and has had over the course of his life, and you get a glimpse into how difficult his childhood was and what a you know a, a fucking cunt his dad is, and he gets into that relationship, but also the friends that he had growing up, and then always there, you know. Ready to to be you know relied on is Chaz. Chaz is always there, and you can always count on him. So I don't I don't understand how Chaz hasn't has made it this far. He's is he like the only friend of Constantine that hasn't died in no, like thirty five years of Hellblazer comics? Well,
0: yeah, right. I think he has died a few times though, probably. Um, <laughs> but I think. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's a common thing with with Constantine is there always are people – there's always people in his life that are close to him because he's a charming bastard (laughs) and people want to be close to him. But whenever people get close to him, inevitably really bad things happen. And sometimes it's his fault a lot of times. Um, Sometimes it's not his fault, but either way, he's sort of stuck – trying to figure it out but it it sort of is the core of the character because like you said he's he's a bastard and the only thing he cares about are the people that he loves and so it's really the only way to get him he's not a hero you know what i mean like he's not going to go out and do things just for the goodness of his heart or to do the right thing it's it's someone he cares about he's put in a bad situation so fuck now i gotta go I got to go try and fix this and and this is, is is certainly that and um
1: you know goes back to his childhood and and kind of the first time he really mm-hmm. fucked up and yeah. and yeah yeah ruined someone
0: and 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 it has satan and and that's kind Constantine and Satan's
1: relationship is very fun in this book as well
2: <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yeah. it's awesome yeah
1: so, yeah it was uh it's yeah it's one of one of the my favorite books i've i've read off the off the stands in a while. and once again dc black label it's uh i i haven't been this fond of a book probably since the uh wonder woman dead earth yeah i i i love
0: the format we've talked about it over and over again i i, I yep. love the good the, stuff the stuff that
1: they're putting out um in it for the most part yeah great I did see uh the which the one that i i just missed the first issue and could never find it and so i i missed out on it i did see that the question uh with uh jeff lemire and uh what uh denise cohen um yeah and is, and and, and it's this and Sankovic um is available as a hardcover now oh there you go so i may uh um Grab that and get caught up. I it's will also probably, available on Hoopla. I will. Yes, it is.
0: I will probably buy all of these in hardcover when they come out again.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know, man. The prestige format. Fits I do real. like. Yeah, I do fits, like. That's fits, fits, fits real nice on a shelf for the shelf I, porn out there. I can't help with the the hard
2: covers. You though. like the hard covers? I, mean, I just bought. Give them his hard covers.
0: I just bought with some birthday. Amazon gift cards that I got.
1: Mm. Have we wished you a happy birthday really- on the show yet? I
0: don't. Yeah. Know, but, uh, happy thank birthday! You happy for- birthday, so. I bought this, which is the Black Hammer Library Edition. Oh, uh, one, yeah, it's
1: it's a tome. It's awesome. Beat someone to death with that. Yeah, is that was the what the first first three volumes and or four volumes. I don't even know. I don't even know what it has in it. Um, probably, probably three. I I don't think it's that. Yeah, man. There's so much supplemental stuff that that he's built on in that series. It's uh, it's hard to keep up with.
0: Yeah, I I'll, I'll be honest. I I love the original series. Mm-hmm. I like some of the supplemental stuff, but not all of it. The oh. Justice
1: League one was good.
0: Yeah, the Justice League one was good. The um, there. I mean, some of it's been really good. Some of it's been okay
1: hmm that's okay I can't.
0: I can't well i got a book i read we actually got sent from um aftershock comics we got sent some previews this week uh of some books that are coming out this wednesday so today if you're listening to this tomorrow if you're watching us um and i read one of them that i really liked uh it's called shadow doctor number, number one um and it's Based on a true story, uh, it's written by a dude um, named shit. What's his name? Oh, God damn it! Now it's not here. Where is it? Calloway. It's uh,
2: Peter, Peter
0: Calloway. Uh, it's written by him, and it's um, it's a story of his grandfather. And his grandfather in the 1930s was a medical student at the University of Illinois Chicago graduates um, wants to be a doctor, but because he's black and it's the 1930s, nobody will hire him. And so he's like, well, then I'll go and I'll try and get a loan and I'll open my own private practice. And because he's black and it's the 1930s, no one will give him a loan. And so he does something he doesn't want to do, but he doesn't have any other choice he feels. And so he, uh, he joins up with some people that he knew when he was young uh, and he starts um, working for uh, Al Capone and running booze in Prohibition era Chicago. And um, apparently, according to the to the book, this was basically told to Peter Calloway's father on his grandfather's deathbed. No one knew about it until he was dying and then he told them the story of him working and how he got to be a doctor and how he and this is that story and it was a very good first issue it was
1: very really yeah it was on the title that is not what i was expecting this to be
0: well it's funny because i had seen this um i had actually picked this book on this week's future stacks uh i had seen the cover and i read the synopsis and i'm like oh that sounds really interesting and then like i said after shock on monday sent us preview copies um which i emailed to you guys but uh um and i just happened to read this one and I'm like oh it sounds interesting and it was really good it was really well done um uh and uh it, it's it's to me, it's a it's interesting in so many ways because, one, it's like a completely different perspective on that era in Chicago, Prohibition and Al Capone and, and that whole thing. Um, and then, two, the fact that it's an actual real story about this guy who went through this is amazing. Uh, but it, it, the, the one part in the book that really kind of hit me is, um, it was, it was kind of early on in the book and and it's, it's telling about his grandfather going around. He's a young man, he's out of college and he's trying to get uh, hired and no one will hire him. And he's trying to get a bank loan and no one will give him a bank loan. And everybody sort of tells him the same thing. It's like, sorry, kid, it's nothing personal. And like, everybody says that over and over again. And what really struck me about that was like, you know, the, the idea of, oh, that's, that's really a, a great example of, you know, institutionalized racism is that Mm -hmm. it didn't come off like the people that were telling him no were Mm -hmm. racists necessarily, but they're in a system that doesn't allow them to not
1: be. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? They're, they're white working for a bank or working for, you know, running a hospital, white hospital. And it's like, sorry, I can't risk my job by doing the right thing. And 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 that it was just that one scene. It was only like one page in the book when that happens. And it was just like, oh, wow. It was kind of a light bulb moment.
1: Even if they wanted to, the system would not allow them to
0: even if they wanted to to hire him, Mm -hmm. they couldn't. Um, now, you know, I mean, you could say a lot of things about them or someone in that situation of like, well, you know, do the right thing. But the, the the reality of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to risk my livelihood and my job and my family and, 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 and that kind of thing, uh, to do the right thing. That's not always an easy thing to ask anyone to do, but I, I just thought that was a really interesting, um, you know, sort of perspective on it and yeah it was it was a very good first issue i was really glad i read it and oh. uh, and i hope people pick it up on wednesday uh it was it was not what i was expecting either and then there's some back matter in the book about his grandfather you see pictures of his grandfather and pictures of his father and you you read some stuff that he this his grandfather had had read or i mean written um is he, he from chicago uh yeah um, I believe so. I believe he was from Chicago, cool. Um, originally, I know he went to college here, and yeah, but yeah, I believe he was from Chicago originally. Yeah, it was it was very good. It was really interesting. Um, I
2: assume from the title, it was about like a doctor from a shadow dimension. <laughs> no, no yeah. nothing. There's at least that would be Doctor Shadow. Be, yes, they would call that Doctor Shadow. This, doctor is, shadow. Shadow. this is Shadow Doctor. Now it makes sense. No, well, I'm, just, I'm going to read it. This is nothing, sounds, nothing. Yeah, that sounds great, man.
0: Uh, in it all, it was um, and it even like when I started to read it, I was like, oh, okay. It was it, it kind of threw me for a loop at first, but then it it was just uh, the way that he was telling the story, and it's re- it was
1: really good. Like I said, it's 1920s Chicago. You know, who doesn't want to read about that?
0: yeah and and like i said for you know for me it's like a completely different perspective like anytime that's those stories are told it's always either you know the capone gang and the mafia or elliot ness and the fbi or the you know cops or whoever rarely is it ever you know anything other than that um and the the, the interesting i i grew up with a guy whose grandfather actually ran booze for capone he was a polish kid grew up in the <laughs> south side of chicago and he would tell us stories when when we were kids he would talk about you know I, he was a um a driver and uh and uh sometimes a uh, he would ride shotgun literally uh for these trucks hauling booze back from uh can't uh, not from Canada, from Michigan. They would pick him up mm-hmm. in Michigan and bring him back. Yeah. And he, yeah, he, he had stories. And when he died, uh, my buddy actually, uh, we cleaned out his house and he had a bar and there were two uh, mason jars of white lightning like, <laughs> from I don't know where it went. And we tried them. And, woo, yeah, they were, yeah, they were fucking
1: rubbing alcohol. But make uh, you go uh, blind. Yeah. Absolutely. But really, yeah. It's awesome. it really interesting book. Cool. No, I, I will definitely, I may check that out tonight before I go to Betty Bye. Um, I did want to mention, and, and, and Sal wanted me to keep it short because I don't think that you liked it. Um, I'm loving Snowpiercer on TNT right now.
0: You didn't have to keep it short, talk about it. Keep it, it short. Well,
1: you know, know. Like, it, it was, neither one of you guys are, are watching it, but I would I would implore <laughs> you to go back and, the second season. Um give you the, the the short the short build up to it. Um by the way, I also tried to read the comic. Um the TV show is really entertaining. Um you guys had seen the movie though, right? <laughs> I saw the movie, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the uh like the movie a lot with the Yeah, the movie the movie is cool. Movie's definitely kind of weird. Uh but weird kind of in that, you know, foreign, fil- you know, film kind of interesting way but uh they kind of update the story it has uh for all the hamilton fans out there um uh david diggs who played lafayette and thomas jefferson plays leighton the the main character and it's, uh um uh jennifer connelly um of rocketeer fame among others um uh plays kind of the other the other lead uh they are she is kind of the head of the train he is the leader of the tailies which are the the kind of fourth class you know lower class passengers on the train the entire first season is about the revolution of the tailies kind of rising up and and trying to create a democracy in the train um The whole idea that the train is—it's a post-apocalyptic. The world is frozen. The train is—you know—circling the earth, can never stop.
2: Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Snow train. train. (laughs)
1: Snow train. Snow train. (laughs) Second season, which they're in now, things get crazy awesome, huh? It's on a cruise ship. No, there is a second train. What? There is a second train and the end of the first season um the train uh collides and so now they're they're joined together so now you have it's not how train crashes work Just, it's
0: what <laughs> it's, a- it's, it's, a thing. it's amazing what how a it find happen.
1: out there's a second train well it's
0: oh, what it's, did we just <laughs> hit a second train
1: <laughs> so it was planned but now but now the these two trains are joined and all all sorts of it's and sean bean is the uh the leader of the, the other train the on the other train and he's crazy awesome crazy slash awesome in this it's it's a it's a lot of fun i enjoy it we're,
2: we're one season away from there being three trains <laughs> three jokers three jokers three trains yeah got original train crazy train classic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some randy roads in there yeah yeah so
2: you got a crazy train your regular yeah. snow train the haunted train. old west a haunted Old West Train. The yeah, yeah. train that's constantly being robbed. I don't know
0: how we're not working for Hollywood. I don't get I it. These ideas, I don't know how it happens. When you're writing been-
2: that third season of Snow Train, you know who to hit up.
1: <laughs> but it's, I, it, it's, 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 it's cool. I enjoy the I, hell out of it.
2: Remind
0: me, because when I think of Snowpiercer, I think of the movie with Chris. Chris Evans. Evans, right? Mm-hmm. But was there a foreign version of snowpiercer before that no it's a foreign comic okay it's a foreign comic cuz yeah. i thought there was like a korean version
1: or something i i forget what country, what um uh, what country the original comic was published in but i believe it's a foreign comic um and then yeah the uh, thing about the movie is that it was um not a huge budget sci-fi movie just uh, just kind of a interesting strong story i mean it, the the whole the whole premise is about classism right you've got the the first second and oh, the third class,
0: and, garbage. Yeah, and they deserve to die. That's, <laughs>
1: that's the whole premise of it, right? And then, yeah, yeah, well, it's the people that stormed the train and and got on at the last minute before it left. Otherwise, they were going to die. Were forced to live in in kind of the squalor conditions in the back of the train and and kind of survive on on whatever they you know they could.
0: Now, we talked about this before. Didn't they steal from the first one? They stole the idea of shoving children in the controls from a Justice League comic book. Isn't that right, Tom?
2: Uh, Didn't that happen on the... They jammed an alien inside the the computer of the satellite. (laughs) And just lived in there. Like, literally, the body is, like, jammed inside (laughs) all the computer stuff. Yeah. Well that was
1: the movie yeah. is that they would steal the children from from, from the tail because right. they were the only people small enough to get into the engineering spaces and and, and run the train. They ditched that for the for the TV show. Um,
0: listen, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep things running. I mean, what do you yeah. want? What do you want them to do?
1: You stop you die. Yeah, you stop, you That's die.
2: two trains. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> How well, I mean, here, here's the interesting part, I, and, then, and, then, and then we'll move on. But now the tail, which was the, you know, kind of the, the, the squalor, poverty stricken part of the train is no. now is now in a position of power because that is that is the the border between the two trains. And that's oh. the point of commerce between yeah. the two trains now. So it's yeah, it gets uh, it gets interesting. I, interesting. I love it. I love it. Train politics. Train.
0: Yeah. It's like Game of Trains. It is like Game of Trains. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. It's good. Is that- I, you know, I, it's, it's comics related, um, but I actually like this series better than I, the, the no. movie or the comics.
0: I haven't been enjoying anything I've been watching, so maybe I'll try oh, WandaVision.
1: Oh, well, yeah. WandaVision, of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I hate everything.
1: Yeah. yeah give it. A, you know, I tell you, what, just watch like the last like two episodes of the first season that's well, and and then jump into the a, second season you're good
0: a ringing endorsement of that just don't even bother no, the, first, the first <laughs> season is good i
1: that just
2: you're great. it's yeah you want to get to the two trains <laughs> <laughs> two trains is that you want to skip ahead and just get like i just want two trains <laughs> right away don't want to wait around
0: well i mean i got to say two trains and and michael bean is really selling me something yeah Sean Bean, sorry, yeah, two
1: trains. Bean. also
0: good in Mandalorian. Oh, it's not Michael Bean. Forget it's, it, uh, Sean Bean. It's,
2: I like uh, to have been in the writers' room where someone wrote up on the whiteboard two trains.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, two trains. First meeting, uh, we're trying yeah. to figure out two words. Two, two trains. Uh, who's got ideas? Who's got an idea for season two? We had a successful season one. <laughs> We, we might have, move forward. Who's got an idea? Tom, give me an idea. What do you think? I'm saying, what if there's two trains? <laughs> two trains? <laughs> yeah. Can we can yeah, we do I that? I But maybe. I
1: don't know. Is that possible?
2: <laughs> two so snow trains. All right. All
1: right. I hate both of you. <laughs> uh Sal, do we have any do we have any listener email?
0: Uh we don't have any listener email, but I do have some listener feedback from <laughs> various
1: social media. Um, Mm, Nobody that's uses that. Mainly, that's that's, yeah, that's how the kids. The kids communicate don't these days. Email.
0: It's like asking them to f- send me a phone message on my beeper. I don't no. know. Anyway, no, we used to do that. We used to do phone
2: messages. We, we yes, we did. We uh, we do a
0: voicemail. You're old. Um, this first <laughs> one is from. Uh, it was a post on AC three twenty one, which was Tom King breaks the fourth wall. Um, Friendship paradox said. This was a fun episode. It's great to hear Tom being a fan of the show. Although I think every time Sal wanted to ask something, Chris changed the subject. Oh, I fuck the-
2: me. But you
0: know, this is why you get
2: shit for two trains, because every time yeah. this is you why guys, you guys are two trains, but <laughs> instead of colliding and going together, you're <laughs> slamming into each other. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not just link up and become one snow train?
1: I'm not doing a sal centipede. No. No. <laughs> just
2: slam into Sal, form one unit that's moving forward on
0: the tracks. Uh, this doesn't sound good in any way. I don't yeah. know. All right. Next next one is from uh uh episode three ten. We talked about die volume one. Mm-hmm. Uh Scott Dodd strongman said, Holy shit, I just randomly searched the podcast. And found you back. Wow, this is awesome. Uh, I remember the format change. I remember watching the live feed of the podcast being recorded in the website. I'm resubscribed. So, hey, nice to see to you. yeah, thank you. What, which format change? I don't know. There were several. I've always been good. That's all I The mean.
2: all mime, the all mime around comics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, last but not least, we had a, some dude on Twitter. Said, uh, my favorite part of your podcast was the line Who Goes Broke Running a Casino? This is when we were talking last week about space bastards. Some dude named Derek Robertson. I don't know who he is. Some dude mm-hmm. but He liked the podcast. So there you go. You did. He did. He did. He like listening
1: to yeah, it. So all three all three uh all three watched it and said they enjoyed it. So I was like, good. I'm glad we weren't boring
0: i do uh contractually i have to give some shout outs to some patrons we had oh. some new patrons this week so uh i want to give a shout out to carlin gilroy thank you carlin for being a patron jennifer ara uh seth hurley yeah joshua smith yeah. and matthew jerns thank you guys all of you for supporting the show We hope you are enjoying all of the content we are putting out on Patreon.com/slash Around Comics, and yes. more coming, more coming soon. Uh, I know we released the first. Uh, Tom versus the Freedom Fighters, which I enjoyed very much so, Tom. I, I had a lot of fun, I'm glad. Uh, and for you, just for me.
2: <laughs> I, I didn't even post it, I just kept it. I just, it's a little box. It's like that Wu Tang album, yeah, with that uh, Martin Screlly dude. <laughs> the Screlly rap album I'm, I'm only going God to damn. say it. it's got that Wu Tang album. No one's heard it actually. It's in uh,
0: it's, it's in in FBI that? or something now. Oh. Some of yeah. that guy's listen, listening to it. The interesting thing about that is, um, according to something I read, when they sold that to him in the contract, was written that um, the Wu Tang clan by law can uh, form and steal it back from him. That was actually written in the contract. So they could break into
1: wherever it is and steal it, get it. Oh,
2: I love that get the that's a fucking comic book I would read but <laughs> it, it, seems that's, it might as well say there's no way you can get back there's no way to get all the members of the Wu-Tang Clan this is true. together in one place historically impossible anytime you're going to go see the Wu-Tang Clan part of the joy of it is who's going to be there which one's, there? <laughs> which ones? Which ones are there? I don't know. You know? Hey, Man, see. Well, you never know. That's part you of never the, know. It's part of the fun. It's part of the mystery.
0: If you get three of any of them, you're you're all right, though. You're you get
2: yeah. I mean, obviously Is that
0: the one
1: with the RZA or the RZA? Yeah.
2: Obviously, Big Baby Jesus, R.I.P., <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard, he's yeah. not going to be there. No. <laughs> so,
0: Although, never put it past him.
2: I think, yeah. Anyone? I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard showed up to reform the Wu Tang to steal that album back from Martin Skrill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I so want that a comic.
2: comic. Book. I saw. I and want I, that comic. A New Year's Eve, I was watching Snoop Dogg's New Year's Eve party on um, YouTube just because, oh, you know. I'm I did not know it existed, but I
0: really wish I would have been watching that all.
2: It's, um, I mean, it's it was, I have a soft spot for New Year's thing, like uh, the New Year's shows that are like a little bit messy, right? Like they aren't like totally put together. I mean, all it was was Snoop Dogg at his house, with, like, DJs <laughs> and Snoop Dogg, like, drinking and smoking the entire time. And, like, know. people would call in on Zoom. Like, Method Man called in, and they were just, you know, talking about smoking weed. And then at one point, you know, there's only, like, four minutes left until um, – until midnight, right? And you're like, okay, they must be building up to the countdown. But then, like, Russell Simmons calls in or something, or, or no, Reverend Run calls in. And I'm like, wait, is like, he's not, he has no idea that it's almost midnight. And you can just <laughs> tell that he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> And so he like someone, obviously some producers in his ear, telling him like you got to start the countdown. And he's just like countdown now. Why? Like he just doesn't know because it's almost time. He's off (laughs) off (laughs) by six seconds. He doesn't care. I mean, what what does Snoop Dogg care? But but, uh, uh, Method Man was on there. Method Man was ripped. He's jacked now. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! I I was worried if the Wu Tang got back together. But he would, he might kill somebody to get
0: that. <laughs> yeah, huge. Uh, I watch. I uh, follow his Instagram, and he is he is putting on poundage. He does a lot of powerlifting stuff and lifts some heavy weights. And he's like in his upper forties, like. But he's always been a big dude. Like he was always tall, yeah. and now he's yeah. He looks like a like giant. Jesus
2: Christ, like yeah. Method Man. And there you go. You know,
0: don't fuck with the method. Yeah, exactly. Fuck with the users.
1: All right. Well, guys, uh, do we have any other any other uh, business to attend to? We got the Patreon stuff all plugged and everything that's coming out. And we talked about funny books and mm, two trains. And uh,
0: Greg Porter said he loves Tom's Around Comics knit cap. Oh, there you go. Hey, you could get well. You can't get that, but you can get other around comics stuff at aroundcomics.com slash shop if you'd like to buy some around comics gear. Or hey, I'm going to plug my if you're if you're into jujitsu.
1: I thought it was a D and D thing.
0: Well, I might do a D and D thing with it too. Uh, I just came up with Roll or die jujitsu <sighs> brand of clothing. You can go to thr- roller or die oh,
1: I'll, I'll be back in a sec. Where
0: are you going? What? My dog's got to dog? go deep. Come here. Your dog's got to go. What? This guy's so unprofessional, Tom. How have we put up with this for fifteen? Minutes? We're almost done, and he goes. and <laughs> Just walks off. My dog has to <laughs> go. <laughs> My dog.
2: Go. It's well, like Snoop Dogg. It's like a Snoop Dogg's New Year.
0: <laughs> it was a Snoop Dogg New Year.
2: <laughs> also, Snoop Dogg at one point um, was talking to CNN and Sorry Snoop Dogg, being a professional immediately switched to no swearing like the second he was on snoop CNN.
0: it is amazing snoop dog has become america's guest he is like oh
2: he's well, on everything
0: he is he's on every he is everyone loves snoop dog from like little kids to grandmothers martha stewart everywhere and everyone fucking loves Snoop Dogg. He he's just, he is America's guest now. He's just
2: God damn it. In 1993, Snoop Dogg was scary, and my parents were frightened of Snoop Dogg. Not anymore, man. Your parents Not love, love, Snoop love Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> your parents are buying Snoop yeah. Dogg brand uh, now. My
2: dad's excited. oh, Snoop Dogg's on? <laughs> oh I love Snoop your, Dogg. Is that Snoop huh? Dogg? Is That's that Snoop, Snoop Dogg?
1: Is that the DO double G? Yeah. (laughs) Spark one up. It's so excited. (laughs) All right. Uh, guys, always fun. Um, we'll be back uh, later this week with uh, with more ACTV and then Sal's Days of Future Stacks on the Patreon. And then next Tuesday with our uh, live stream and audio podcast. Oh,
2: yeah. Thursday. Yep. AC, AC, D. Three people doing very broad accents.
1: For. <laughs> Some some better than others. Better than us. Yeah, We're I just here, ha- I just have a long list of. Uh, I'm a bard, so I have a long list oh, of no. uh, of Scottish insults for my vicious mockery. Don't worry. Uh,
0: the nice thing was that the other person that's in the group, Tony, who has been my friend since kindergarten, we immediately uh, just attacked Chris relentlessly, <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: so yeah. the, the 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 chemistry is there, a, is there a chance your characters might murder his character while no, he's
1: sleeping no <laughs> no no, no, we no because along. they need my fucking bardic inspiration
0: uh, no. no we just made fun of the fact that he was playing bagpipes we just kind of gave him a little a little hard no time. we actually all got along really well and,
1: yeah
0: it was it was the most fun uh, I have had playing Dungeons and Dragons. There he goes again. He's just he left again. Jesus do Christ! dog have to take a shit now. What? The- uh, <laughs> do it? <laughs> Nothing. We we're just wondering if. Uh, uh, take a shit. No, I had to. I, this is
2: Snoop Dogg's New Year's celebration. Okay, they have a 16-year-old dog. <laughs>
1: When we up, she gets cool. up, the one of two things is happening. She is going upstairs to go to bed, or she is going to go pee on a rug. So I had to let her out, and the door was open, and it's fucking cold. <laughs> so I had to close the door. There you go. All right.
0: Well, All right. Behind the scenes. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a blast playing Dungeons & Dragons. Can't wait till Thursday to play again. It was so much yeah. fun.
1: Fine? I'm gonna try. And, I'm gonna try and make it this week.
0: You're gonna make it. Where's Marta? Get her in here. I
1: will I'm make. Her. That's that's the thing. I need to get her like sleepy time before we start playing, and then I can. You're just
0: come. you're, you're gonna your. You're gonna you're gonna build yeah. cosby your wife <laughs> so I'm you can play playing. Dungeons and Dragons.
1: <laughs> it's about as sick and twisted as I get. You know, it's yeah, with, like Valerian I mean,
2: tea. Wine. Have some more red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here With you the go. Glass. You fill up the glass all the way to the top. Just mm. like, have no. more. I've opened the bottle. You might as well finish it. Let's live life. <laughs> oh, go to bed. It'll be fine. I'll stay <laughs> up. I'll, I'll amuse myself. Bah, bah. <laughs> Here's the shitty Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, if you hear <laughs> shitty Scottish accent. It's, what, it's, what the fuck is he watching in there? Like <laughs> why did he just say fucking hunt <laughs> bad like Chris has got bagpipe music see, Tom, <laughs> and-
0: see how much fun we could have if you join the d d <laughs> every other Thursday think about it
1: it's fun alright so all that happening we will be back next Tuesday for our regular show in the meantime
0: in between time
1: we'll be everywhere in and around. And around <laughs> comics.